talking about the monsters rob zombie the director of house of a thousand corpses halloween and the devil's rejects brings you the greatest love story ever told oh i i don't like the sound of that on talking trash talking trash we are just another movie night i'm scott i'm joe and we got a, a hefty turd to uh, lug through the depths. You're so monotone. All I want to do is scream right now. <laughs> well, because no, I, I gotta, I gotta, someone, one of us has got to be the calm one. And okay, one of us you have to be, be the calm one because you knew that I was going to be, after I saw this piece of crap. I, I mean, you know, we watch crap all day, every day. We love watching bad movies. So we, we were going to watch this regardless. But we knew what we were getting into. We knew what we were getting into. But I gotta say, like, I I don't like Rob Zombie movies, and that's being really nice about it. There and is a huge group of people yes. who love Rob Zombie movies. Yes, and I hope that I don't piss off a huge community, which I probably will, but you know what? Hey. They're probably not listening. But honestly, I, I can speak freely, and I'm gonna say I can't stand him. I think he's a terrible director. I don't know why they ever handed him the Halloween franchise. How dare you? I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily think he's a terrible director. Okay. I do think that. Me. I do think that he latches onto a vibe that can only be summed up as trash. He loves this trashy vibe, and he really embraces it. And the thing I have never liked about him is that he worships the the villain too much. Yes, I he think does. Movies that do that glorify serial killers in a way that i think that people get mad about like was zach efron got high um casted to be ted bundy but they did it on purpose so people were mad because they're like oh they're glorifying serial killers what that movie was trying to show was he was a person that women approached and that's what's scary about him that's why they hired somebody who was pretty they wanted to do that on purpose but the problem with rob zombie he is glor. He is doing the thing that no one seems to be complaining about. You know, every time they complain about like the Zac Efron thing, they're never bringing up Rob Zombie. His movies, The Devil's Rejects, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, they love serial killers and dirt and dirt bags and people who love you know love that. Fine, I get it. There's a, there's a group who love it, and you know what? That's fine. I also liked one of his movies a lot. Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem. Uh, that was the only—I mean, in my opinion, the only decent one. I thought it was pretty good, and uh, I was shocked by it. the Halloween movies. It was exactly what Devil's Rejects and stuff was. It is, and what's wrong with those movies done on the Halloween property? And you could tell that he necessarily didn't even want to do it. You can see that. Now he also is great with animation. Rob Zombie it famously did the animation during Beavis and Butthead uh, Do America. There's a sequence where they trip out. He did all the animation for that, and it's awesome. And uh, he's great at it. He I mean, worked he on the Pee Wee's. Yeah. He worked on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like, there's he's interesting, and he's got some kind of vibe. He's got some kind of eye for things. But I don't know if he's a director. I think that he is directing movies and, you know, bless him or whatever. But this movie proves that he should not be directing. Yes. And uh, I, 
I, I just, I have so much to say. But I, I don't want to be mean. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to be mean. It's hard to be I, not mean. It, it's it's so odd. I just feel like every time I watch something with his name on it, that I feel like I have to wash my eyeballs out with soap. I feel like he just vials up everything. You know, it's just vile. Yeah. I, I mean, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects were just every the whole filming, all the, the like the every scene. The, the style of filming just felt gross. I just had to like, just, I wanted to cleanse my eyeballs with bleach after watching it. It was just gross. Yeah. And he makes the villains, the like you said, the heroes. Yeah, the, and, he, oh, I think it was uh, The Devil's Rejects. I think that's the second one. We tried with both. We watched the first one, didn't like that. A lot of people seemed to like it. So we came back for another one to see if it got any better. Then the end of that movie does this real insane glorifying like glorifying the, them being killed they go out in like a blaze of glory like they're butch casting the sundance kid you know like yeah the problem with butch casting the sundance kids is you like them yeah you you they have a good side or it's like there is you know, nothing good about the characters in this movie that you know that movie when they get killed i want them to die and right. I, and they're playing free bird and I oh wanted my to god! Scream. I know it's I like, like not like this? Young Guns, you know, or Young Guns Two, when like Doc goes out, Chavez goes out. It's not like that, you know. You still feel like a sense of something good here. I don't know why, but yeah. with with this, with the way he directs, it just skeeves me out. Like I feel gross. Yeah. You know, it's like the first time I watched um, like Hostel. I, I when I saw it, not that it has anything to do with him, no. but just like I'm just comparing. Eli Roth movie to, you know, the way he directs because I feel like that skin crawling thing that Hostel was going for on purpose, that's kind of like the way I felt like, ooh, skin crawl, ugh. Yeah. And it was what I was supposed to be feeling during that movie. But during his films, I don't, I'm not supposed to be feeling it's, that and yeah. I do. And I feel like he just, in this movie the, the monsters first of all why hand him these beloved properties well you yeah. don't understand this to, to finish your thought on hostile though it's a perfect example only reason i want to go back to it is hostile has exactly what this needs you go through these tragedies these awful disgusting things but it's about the the main character surviving and getting out mm -hmm. and you want him to get revenge on them and get the hell out of there and survive so it's like that's what you're kind of rooting for. That's the that's the the crutch in the movie. That's what you're really going for. His movies don't have that. No. Like, I don't see that. They don't. I, so, I don't know what we're supposed to be rooting for. So going I to mean, this, getting movie into now. this, I I don't know what he was trying to accomplish with this. Yeah, it was so over the top, goofy, and 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 reviewers are that are putting out like Movie Web and all that stuff are putting out reviews on this are saying just that too, that it's just goofy as hell. It's it's almost embarrassing it, this is this is one of the most odd films i've seen in quite a while and there is so many things to talk about here technical and and to get really down into filmmaking because i just feel like on that front it's a fucking mess structurally yeah script i, I don't know what he was thinking what he was going for what his idea is so just to start off this movie it jumps right into it. Now, if this movie was made for kids, which it seems to be... I have no clue who it's made for. Yeah, well, let's just say it is, because it's not made for the fans. It's not made for the fans, because there's nothing grotesque and, you know, sick shit. Well, I'm not, I met the fans of the monsters. You know, or, okay, I got you. Yeah, but, for old-time fans, like for old-time fans who grew up the monsters... They're not going to want to watch Those this. people are in their 60s and 70s, if you're... But there's also kids it. like me and you... Who grew up? I was watching the show. Yeah, I mean, I would watch reruns, um, of course. And I, was I watched it up. all the time. I loved it. I wouldn't say this is for people who love the show. I, it's definitely, and like you said, it's not for Rob Zombie fans. Although I think no. Rob Zombie fans will defend whatever he puts up because they just love him. Oh, they will defend him to the death, and that's what pisses me the yeah. fuck off. I, 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 I hate that. I'm, I'm trying to like die on the sword. Thing. Oh my god, I can't I, take it. It's like I, I like certain things too. Like I, we, we always say like we have favorite things. I like Godzilla. I know Godzilla movies aren't great. Like, yeah. I know they're not great. They're just fun. I, right, I only talk right. about them because I know they're fun. So, oh, I some like people crap. just can't. I mean, yeah, yeah, I have guilty pleasures. Everyone does. But I don't understand what he was going for in this yeah, but, movie. It's it's like infuriating. But the, yeah, right there. Guilty pleasure is what you said. 
that's the problem right there, though, right? Because for them, for people who like and defend him, they're, it's not guilty pleasures. They really love it. No, they really it. enjoy it. And I'm like, we, why? We were we were just on tour, for anybody listening. We were just on, uh, we did a nice trip, and we went on a uh, walking tour throughout a city. And the group with us, one of the people in the group said, my favorite movie is A House of a Thousand Corpses. And I was just like, that's your favorite movie That's your movie favorite ever? movie ever? And I... I I mean, it kind of is this—it's depressing in of a course, little way. Of course, but we but, did you know, learn that she was all of twenty-three years old, and yeah, but you still, know, it's like, she just had that vibe, like yeah, that—that's what horror fans are now. If you're like a Rob Zombie fan, then that classifies you as a horror fan. No, not at all. Not I, at I mean, all. And if you're a horror fan and you don't like Rob Zombie movies, does that make you less of a horror fan? I feel no. I say f you if you're going to say that. <laughs> I you know, feel like people do think that, and that's really strange. Bullshit. But, uh, like I, I get, I'm sorry, I get, I get pissed off because I'm tired of this Rob Zombie love. I, I don't know what he was going for in this this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to do spoilers. The no, whole we movie, are. This is talking trash. We're gonna, we were gonna right. start right off well, the bat, and that's why I was I right was off ready the bat. I mean, he keeps putting his wife in his movies, <laughs> and I don't get it. I don't understand it. I will say that she actually annoyed me quite less than she usually does. So there's that. She looked good in the costumes. She looked pretty decent. And, you know, she did a little over the top with the, you know, accent, a little, the, she did kind of like an old Hollywood kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit over the top, but she was, she didn't annoy me as much as I thought she would. Yeah. So that's a plus, I guess. Um. I think before I was trying to say that uh, the movie starts off right off the bat. It throws you in. And the reason I brought up, I don't know who this is for, because the movie opens instantly in a world that I feel like you're supposed to know what's happening. But since I don't know who this is for, if this is for kids, the kids don't know who these characters are. No, the kids don't know who the characters and are. But the movie the- makes no cho- no, no, like apologies no they because don't even I feel try like... is what i'm gonna say they don't even try to tell you who grandpa is and who lily is they they just show them they just show them like that's what i'm saying they make no apologies because if this movie is for kids based on the music the, the set pieces and the goofiness of it i i would feel that yes this is for kids but kids would not know who these people are that's what i'm saying so like so... why don't you explain this a little bit you just go right into it and think that everyone's just gonna know who these characters are, if they're young, they're not going to know anything. So that's why I'm wondering, who did you make this movie for? Yeah, and that's that's the big that's the big question throughout this whole movie. Because you cannot watch this movie without thinking, this is a kid's movie. Or at least this is an attempt at a kid's movie. Right out of the gate. Um, right out of the gate you and, thought it was a kid's movie. And it, it is so strange because I don't think these jokes are jokes for kids. I don't think they're going to laugh. They're very... Very odd. It's odd. They Very won't get corny. it. It won't land. They I don't know how old Rob Zombie is, but you know that whole He's thing about dad 50s. jokes. These dad jokes are extreme. Yeah. And I, I will say that you were bringing up the the actors. So this is littered with people that Rob Zombie gets along with really well, and he puts in all of his movies. And there are people that you'll see and recognize from everything. Um, they're all people. I recognize almost half the cast right off the bat. There's one actor I didn't know who he was. The movie jumps in. Now, we're supposed to think this is a prequel to the show. This movie's supposed to be the meeting, the birth of Herman, and the meeting of Lily and Herman falling in love and getting married, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's the concept. The problem is the movie goes out of its way to tell you it doesn't give a shit about what year it is. That's true. Because throughout the whole entire movie... They reference, they make jokes, they show things that are from different time periods, and then it ends like it's right in the beginning of the show. So we're stuck thinking, is this just like a reboot? Or is it does seem like it sets up the show because it literally ends with the show's opening. Yeah. And so you're sitting there going, this is a prequel. It is because then they end up at the end at, at Mockingbird Lane. In that new house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. it is. It so, is. then my question is, right before that happens, they are at a DJ party. Yeah. I, mm. I I don't know what's going on. Okay, the whole movie just seems like a freaking rave. 
I, I, they, I mean, yeah. the, just the, the colors, there's, okay, they, they, they're in Transylvania. They start out in Transylvania. The movie apparently so opens in Transylvania. Everything is all monsters, obviously, Count Orlock. She's, um, Lily is trying to go on a date and try and find Mr. Right. And, uh, you know, so well, she goes on these dates and... It starts with two other characters that aren't in canon, I don't think. Basically, I don't know the character's name, but it's Dr. Frankenstein, virtually. And his assistant, which is like an Igor uh, assistant. Played by Jorge Garcia from Lost. The other actor that's playing the doctor is in so much stuff I've seen. He was just in Barbarian. He is the serial killer living in the basement. Ooh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. um, They start off. Now, that guy that's playing the doctor is he's going over the top. And it's kind of funny. But his dialogue, you know, he's making, he's throwing up deuces. They're taking photographs with a digital camera. Yeah, and a digital camera. Like that's what I'm saying. It, it it's it's not. It's supposed to be set in like whatever time. It's I don't Transylvania. Know. There's it's supposed timeline. to be a monster timeline in Transylvania. And by the way, every monster's out on the streets. Everybody knows each other. There's monster TV. This is definitely a thing that would be in other places, but Americans don't seem to know about it. Neither does Paris. So that's a whole nother thing. So, <laughs> oh, um, God. so yeah, it starts off with them body hunting and they're just corny as all hell. They kill a zombie and they get his hands and it's all jokes and it's all, so it's all tongue in cheek. Everything is being filmed with multiple color palettes, yes. which might be one of the movie movie's strongest yeah, aspects. Yeah, I actually was going to say, I like the colors in this movie. It I like the colors. Cool, but it's oversaturated yes uh, so much top. so that the um le- black levels in the movie actually get staticky and look like crap and i noticed it a lot what's even worse and something that we really need to bring up is that it's like rob zombie was given a halloween cd of sound effects yeah what the fuck and he that? went to town he used every single every sound effect single that he sound- could if if there's a scene of them walking anywhere in Transylvania, there's a werewolf um, howling yeah. m- multiple times. There is the thunder. There they also have transitions that are bats flying, uh, grates coming down. They split when people talk on cell uh, phones. They don't talk on cell phones. If they did, I'd be even more crazy. They talk on phones. There's a lightning bolt in the middle of them. It's just very. It's filmed in such a corny way that I don't know if he was thinking that he was doing the show. It doesn't seem like it. He, it. I don't remember I those like kind of things happening on the show. He was so friggin' confused during you know filming his own movie. Like I could just see him laughing. Yeah, like he probably thinks it's a hoot. Like, he, but honestly, there is sorry, that's my chair. There's like literally no rhyme or reason to any of this filming. Like. What are you going for here, man? Yeah. Like, get your life together. What What the fuck is this? Like, at first, like, it's a pretty, you know, color palettes, like you said. And then all of a sudden, it just transitions to utterly ridiculous. She starts dating Herman. So, long story oh, short. Oh, well, yeah. So, the... the, the it's well. just... It, then he becomes like a pimp. He looks like a pimp. His <laughs> outfits are so ridiculous because he's a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I love how I, fast like you jumped into it. all over the place. It. I can't take it. My mind is like a pile of mush. Well, so, they create him. They're getting body parts and they create Herman. You see the birth of Herman. And it's all really cheesy jokes. Like, why is he named Herman Munster? Oh, because the one character is eating Munster cheese. Yeah. Um, and he liked a guy named Herman. He had a friend yeah, named Herman. Yeah, a friend named Herman. So, okay. Okay, stupid. And But the the thing to point out here is that set is kind of cool. The set was awesome. There are some really cool set There's pieces. There's some neat like throwback sci-fi like, sets. It, it looked that like look a Halloween store. It looked like a... Like if you walk into like, I don't know, something like Pier 1 or something during Halloween and there's just all these candelabras and crazy stuff in there. Like yeah. it, it, it looked like a Halloween store. I mean, I will say that I loved it because I love Halloween decor and spooky crap. But I gotta say, I, I just still don't, through the whole movie. A... And mind you, can I just say that it was an hour in 49 minutes which is crazy it doesn't need to be it's very and it it's an hour and 49 minutes without setup there's no there's no setup there is zero rhyme or reason to this this film at all there's uh, parts that could have been cut that don't need to be there 
but it's obviously him overindulging in himself. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple times throughout this, they show television shows that are on TV that he watched when he was a kid, obviously. So you get the or movies. movies. So you see like there's Costello. Movies, Leave It to Beaver is being shown a lot. Yep. There's uh cartoons, is Woody Woodpecker at one mm-hmm. point. It this happens throughout the film over and over. They keep showing it and they virtually show entire clips. And it could have been cut out. It doesn't need to be there. And right. that's what pads the time. It's really, really It's weird. weird. Like, why are you dragging Karloff into this? Leave him alone. We don't need to see a clip well, of the it, of the so, mummy. It's so him saying, this is the stuff I love, and this is the stuff I'm embracing. And that's why his sets look the way it does. That's why the colors. He wanted the, the movie to look like a cartoon. It's it's very obvious. I get it, that's but what then he's going for. that would be for the people that are more of our age, his age. Yeah. But the rest of the movie was so cartoonish and ridiculous that you think he's making it for a six-year-old well you know i will point this out well he's making the monsters and he says he loves the monsters but this movie is really a i would say a remake of the adam west batman if if the color palettes the style of directing yeah the overboard transitions it is all batman that is a brilliant statement yeah. it actually it, 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 it doesn't fit true. monsters if this was a remake of the old school Adam West Batman, yeah. this could have been a lot of fun because it would have embraced his humor he's going for. That is brilliant. Um, that is a, that's an he, awesome assessment. Batman is very known for Dutch angles, which is when the camera is t- at a tilt. It's usually used to make you uncomfortable in a shot, usually used to use a bad guy and stuff like that. They use that in Batman a lot. It's very, it's very mocked. But the problem is, Rob Zombie does that through this movie constantly. He, but he doesn't stop at a Dutch angle. It's not. It's not. It's like a, not a static shot. It's constantly rotating. It's constantly movement, and the shots aren't done properly at all. There's a part in this movie where they're on a staircase that's got fog machines running down it like crazy, and the <laughs> yeah. camera is at the top of the stairs filming Grandpa in complete movement when it should be close on him because he's talking. But the camera's rotating, and it's almost like they should have cut, and he just didn't even pick up on it. Like it, you can see, you can hardly see him because he's getting out of the shot as he's talking. Does not work at all. That's bad directing. That's just not. It does not work. I and it's like just a it, lot of that in this. It's just a whole big world of confusion in this movie. He didn't know what he was going for, what audience he wanted to appeal to, and then. By the end of this movie, at an hour and 49 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. First of all, there's no Eddie Munster. And I know well, that it's because it's like, a, you know, yeah, they just got married and stuff. But I'm like, I'm sure there's another human being out there that's like, oh, come on, man. But they did honor Butch Patrick. They did. And he played Eddie Munster in the original. But, yeah, you know, they uh, the made him like a... This. They make little cameos, voice little cameos voice, for some voice reason. Cameos. And then can we please talk about my queen who shows up in this and... She doesn't have, she's not bad. She's not, you know, annoying or upsetting in any way, Cassandra Peterson. But I just wonder, why would you do this? I guess because they're friends. Oh, they're friends, yeah. But I'm just like, but no. I mean, Dee Wallace shows no. up. Every, <laughs> like his, he's got a big group of people. Like, especially people who don't get used enough. And he likes bringing them into his movies. Uh he's in a group of these directors that all get along like uh, Tarantino and Rodriguez and they all embrace actors that they grew up with and they try to put them in their movies as much as they can and he's doing that here and yeah. you know what bless no, him I get for it. that he That's has awesome. a lot of friends and I, I, I appreciate that he keeps them employed and he puts them in their his yeah. movies and stuff but I just feel like god damn it there's a scene in the movie where um, well Cassandra Peterson Elvira is a realtor so she's the whole family the monsters they move to california or you know yeah they move to california and they're looking to buy a house there and of course she's the realtor so she's the one selling them their mockingbird lane or whatever house and so they they open the scene with oh come by my office and i'll show you a house i'll be in costume because it's halloween so you mm-hmm. might not recognize me and so all, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be redeemed for me for five seconds because she said that. That means she's going to be in full Elvira gear. And I just should have known better. It would have been too much. Yeah. I, I should have known better. But I was let down by that. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a great surprise. I, I really am so excited because she said she would never put the costume back on. But I felt like 
when she said that she tricked the fuck out of all of us and I was like oh man you know that sucks but I, I was happy to see her because I'm always happy to see her yeah and they put like a couple of extra little cameos in there but nothing major nothing like it's gonna blow your mind and um I, I feel like by the end of this I, I was left stupefied because I'm like, what, what was that that I just watched? <laughs> it was it was so laughable, but not in a good way. It was just fucking crap. I don't know. Going back to the beginning of this movie, like, you know, you get your thing. You learn who, who he is, he, how he got made. And he becomes, and Herman Monster becomes a, a, a comedian, but a rock star comedian. It, it is so odd. But I'm going to give the movie credit. Because I thought the guy who was playing Herman Monster, what? No, oh, Monster. What did I say? Monster. Wow, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You drunk asshole. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. I wish I was really. It sobered me up while I was drinking. It was an unreal movie. Like, um, did he just say that? <laughs> Herman Monster. Yeah. Yeah, Herman Monster. The actor playing him, I actually thought was doing a good job. He's doing the laugh. He's doing the stomp and the hand thing. <laughs> And he's kind of funny. I think that he's the one who is getting what they're going for. And he's trying to be, you know, like he's trying to be funny. And he's doing good physical comedy. And he's working with what he's got. And it's not a lot. So it's not so bad. Um, right, I'll admit that he, he did a decent job. He he did a decent job, and like I said, I didn't. He's a really, highlight for me. I didn't. I didn't mind Sherry either. I thought she did a decent job too. I I liked. Grandpa was whatever. I don't have a problem with her. Um, I know a lot of people, and I do understand. Like sometimes you got to use other people. Yeah. You can't always have. I I love you. I couldn't put you in the lead in every damn movie I, I made. I wouldn't want to play every um, damn movie, you know, every lead. I understand how some people like you know want to use every you know like the person they love is their muse. But unfortunately, it doesn't always work. But here, she's not bad. No, she's not bad. It, it, but she is doing something that isn't Lily Monster. It's yeah. more of a weird throwback old black and white actress. Yeah, like an old time. More like a radio yeah. actress. Like a really strange voice thing she's doing. She's, she's really going overboard. Which is, Lily was kind of more the reasonable one, the smart one, the wise one. Yeah. And she was kind of keeping the other two in line, which is Herman and her father, her grandpa. Yeah, but that's her father. Yeah, her yeah. father, the Count. The Count. She And because they're always fighting and he's always getting into weird experiments, she's always like trying to keep them all in line. I, she, here, she's just doing this, she's also like a... A bumbling idiot. She's kind of um, a flighty, you know, yeah. like a little, um, like a twit, kind of like a, you know, a, I don't want to use the word like bimbo because that's not what she is in this. It's um, it's odd. You know, it, it is odd. I can't describe it, but she's kind of cute. I mean, I think she's cute. Yeah, she wears I, the I, costumes I, well. The costumes are kind of fun. There's and some the really colors, interesting stuff going on with and that. And, you know, yeah. And, you know, Herman, Herman's costumes are, are pretty fun, you know, with the... He, when he's doing his act as the, um, it's like a psycho Billy comedian rock star all in one. Kind of fun. And he's got like these two dudes that are like behind him playing instruments and they're like the undead rockabilly yeah, like He's got Moby backing him up. Yeah, he's got Moby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Or Stray Cats. So, yeah, man. They, they do have that Brian Setzer look. They did. But anyway, so um, that was fun. But like, and then, you know, he's going on a date with Lily and he like starts wearing this like I don't know he has like a pimp outfit it's just it's funny it's goofy and it's not necessary but that's some like that was a cute thing that I found funny you yeah. know like his they went to Paris on their honeymoon and he's yeah he asked her to marry and they go on a whole thing then they go on a honeymoon they get married when he's not on screen the movie, the movie drags. is suffering yeah, yeah it, it is very odd it, <laughs> and uh, grandpa is being played by um I want to say his name is Roebuck. I want to um, say that's his last name. I think he's famous for playing Arts on uh, Lost, Lost, which is one of our favorites. And yep. also, he played uh, Jay Leno on The Late, Sh uh, Late Shift, which was actually a really good TV movie. 
And you were right, Daniel. Robo. Daniel Roba. Mm-hmm. He he's doing a fine job too. It's just no dialogue here, and it's just very corny. And he's got a sidekick who is uh, an actor who played Doctor Who once. I I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're it's just so <laughs> odd. It's so out. So crazy and. It, it doesn't work. Same thing with um, Jorge Garcia's character. It, they're, holy crap. And then they just disappear. They get away from them. There's a whole subplot with uh, their other son, Grandpa's other son. Yes, who is actually a character. He's a real... Yeah, Lester. The, yeah, Lester. Lester <laughs> Uncle, oh, um, Uncle no. Lester. Uncle Lester. Yes. Um, he's a werewolf. And uh, he was on the show. He comes in, and I, that's the one actor I didn't know who he was. I don't. I've not seen this actor or anything, no, so I wasn't aware either. of him. I think he's a comedian or something. But he comes in, and he's got a whole subplot with some some. I know. I don't want to say racist terms, but gypsies, uh, which is what they're hammering in that they are. And there's a whole subplot there of get me the castle that they live in, and it. Every time they cut back to that, it's like Jesus. What the fuck were you thinking with the writing here like yeah. what is this it is suffering like and then when they go back to herman you kind of giggle a little bit it's kind of like okay it, it's not the worst but fucking a the plot just keeps dragging, dragging, and dragging. so they like they're they move on from plot point to plot point without any real substance every time you think there's gonna be a gonna be some kind of substance Nothing happens. No. Uh, uh, Herman accidentally signs away the castle, and you think there's going to be a whole thing because Lily's like, I know you're not that stupid, although she knows he's that stupid. She loves him. And she actually says, oh, I wouldn't have married a blockhead, but I love that flat head. I'm like, yeah, what the I'm fuck like, are you talking about? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't know. So, so he, he doesn't, nothing comes of it. Signs, yeah. signs over the castle and tries to like, you He know. does it, and then she finds out, and then it's like, okay. Yeah, so the castle's gone, on. which is why they have to move. They move moved on. to California. Plot. That's the plot point. There's no plot. It, it's like, okay, uh, and then now what? I mean, It just keeps jumping from thing to thing. They're on an airplane. He's drunk. Uh, You know, people are freaked out by them. Okay. You yeah. know, it's like. Uh, one joke, and it's not even a joke. I wouldn't even say joke after joke. They go, and they go to uh, move to, they find the house, like you were saying before. Then they have a rave party in front. And now this is still supposed to be, I believe, 50s, 60s? I Yeah, well, absolutely it is, because... When the show the, came out? Yeah, it's, oh, when the show came out, yeah. Let me see when the show came well, out, exactly. I'm going to guess, because everything is Leave it to Beaver outside. Well, yes, but that's like the whole dupe. They're like duped, the monsters, because they arrive there and they buy the house and it's Halloween and everyone's dressed up. So yeah. I think that's what the town really is. Yeah, even so. Uh, 1964. My... 64. Uh-huh. It just doesn't make any sense. They they move in. It, it just keeps jumping. They find the perfect house instantly when they get to, uh, oh, we're going to move to L.A. and I'm going to be a big star. And then he doesn't even try to be a big star. And then he's just like, we found a house. We're going to live in this house. Now what? Oh, it just so happens to be on Halloween. Guess what? Let's have a party outside. Everybody's raving, but it's the 60s. I don't understand what's going on. They have DJs outside. I, I and, yeah. then, and then they wake up the next morning and they find out, oh, no, it's the whole town's really not like this. It, that was yeah, Halloween. Yeah, it looks like oh, Pleasantville no. outside. Now it's Pleasantville, yeah. although there was a DJ. And then it's like... Wait a minute, Lester, all of a sudden there, he doesn't even know where they live. How would he know where he lives? The whole doesn't movie matter. Is he confused. just shows up and he goes, I have money. And Yeah, it, that's why I'm like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Fuck? Because honestly, the whole movie is just it's just pure confused. It does, I, the movie doesn't know what it is. Rob Zombie doesn't know what he's making. These actors have no fucking clue either what they're making. The cars are from 1960. Yeah. Like it's Everything is except bizarre. people are referencing things from now. But he didn't remember. He did not remember five seconds ago that he did a freaking rave with DJs and stuff outside. Like you just said that five seconds ago. How do you not? What kind of? What are you doing? What is this movie? Mm-hmm. What are it's you supposed doing? to be? The sixties. There's a point. There's a part where uh, Grandpa's like, "I'm gonna put a spell, right? That he's he's gonna make a spell so Lily will will break up with him, right?" And he does a spell. You think this is going to be another plot point and it's going to be a, an arc in this movie. Nope. Nothing happens. Instead, he makes a joke where he says, 
Oh, the 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 hat of John Wayne. Oh, look, his hair. He did wear a toupee. Now, at this point, I don't believe he was dead. It's supposed okay. to be the sixties. It's supposed to be yeah. Oh, so God. again, it's like, are you referencing that he's dead and this is now? Like, what do you? What's your joke? Right, and I'm I'm uh, sorry about reiterating and, and bringing up the whole you know cars and all that stuff. Simply because I was just trying to make a point of like, dude. Do you know what time frame yeah. your movie is in? Do you know what what you're trying to accomplish here? Because you look like a damn fool. I mean, you just look like a fool. And and if this movie is supposed to be for kids, what what are they supposed to understand in this movie? Nothing. The colors and the costumes and the fact that they're all monsters. Yeah, trick them with colors. That's what I kept That's, thinking too. Are you a, trying to trick people yes. with color? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like weird. okay, lure in the kids by the colors and the, the flashiness. And it does look like a a short fan short online, you know. And I, I, if I could like just bring in uh, the shipwrecked, we 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 like on uh, YouTube. Yes, um, a fan site where they do really great videos, and uh, they look amazing. It's like, it feels like the old times that it's supposed to be in. Yeah. And it, it, it just feels, and they get all these jokes and it makes a lot of sense for the thing they're doing. And they doing it better. The guy was handed money from Universal. Yeah. And I was, I kept thinking, where is he putting this money? The the, the color that he kept putting lights on everything? I, I don't know what is happening. Like, I don't know. And let me, so let's just change this because we keep repeating it. I know. I'm sorry. Because we're just, so angry because we're trying to figure it out. Can we can't, it's tell? really hard to figure out what he was going for. But if I can, let me ask you this. Would you have been okay with it if he had made a black and white mini show as I, a prequel? I, I feel like I would have been okay with that. Maybe black and white, filmed it exactly like the original. Yeah. I would have felt better about that, to be honest, because at least he would have kept it truer to what it's supposed to be, as opposed to this nonsense. It was like a big vat of bullshit, and oh. they didn't even know what the fuck. They didn't, it was like a big... A big vat of bullshit. I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm so freaking pissed off. It's like, it was just I'm a not big, even that mad. I, I just... I can't. I can't. <laughs> My question was, <laughs> would it have been better... If he just really tried to recreate it. Because I guess the whole thing you have to think is when you do a show and you remake it or you try to do something new with it, it's you always have that one concept. It's what if that those characters were in now and never left the thoughts of those characters from then. So you have the Brady Bunch stuck in now. Okay. But their thoughts are still of the 70s. Or you have the Adams Family. And they're the Adams Family, but they're now. And okay. it's like, how would everybody ever... So the same thing, you can't read... I know it's like when you get a new script and you're like, well, I don't want to keep doing that. So what do I do with it? Well, it's like, okay, cool idea. How do they meet? I'm going to make a whole movie around that. Very cool idea. Um, I like it too. And I also appreciate what you're saying. Like if they did the um, the series, like if he did a series, like... A little mini series, like six episodes. Okay. But if it was less jokey... And more real and true to the show, then I would be on board for that. Well, the show had corniness and corny jokes. Yeah, and all there's that. corniness, and then there's this. This was over the top, ridiculous. Yeah, when I think we didn't talk about, she went on. You brought it up though. She went on a date with Nosferatu, <laughs> Count Orlock. Um, I know he I loved good, though. <laughs> he did. I don't know who played him, by the way. He looked really good. He was really going for it, that actor. Um, but the problem was, they went to the Monster Club from uh, <laughs> Vincent, Price. Vincent Price movie Monster Club, <laughs> where everybody look like shit in yeah, the in the club. The, the monsters there are wearing the, fake heads. The mummy, the mummy There's a has sphinx. Huge head. There's a sphinx walking them through the door. It is when that happened. Oh, and we didn't even talk about this when we were talking about the time period. There's neon. There's neon lights. Everywhere. Wait, can we just can we just talk about how Count Orlock he turns on some like neon disco lights and starts raving? In he starts front of raving in front of his house. Is like it's attracting her to come into the house and get laid because it actually has a sign above him that's like, oh, if basically, this house is rocking, yeah, don't come don't knocking. come knocking, and it says that <laughs> in neon and there's disco playing I and just... it's it's. Dancing in front of the house. This is why we to- we looked at each other slowly. 
and toast it again. I'm like, do we have anything stronger to drink in this house? Because I don't think I was going to get through it. But that's the kind of thing, right? It's that kind of level of cheesy. Like, it makes me appreciate the Addams Family movies even more. I already loved uh, Addams Family 2, I think, is Oh, I do, yeah. I I also think the Brady Munch movies are actually quite fun. Oh, my God. Those movies Um, are hilarious. Because they're doing... The joke is that they're never changing. They're who they are. Right. Even but everything around them is times. modern. Yeah. And that, it's so funny because it's not only staying true to who they are, but it's also making it fun and, and embracing how insane back then is to now. That's great. And that's how you do it. I think so too. Here, his whole idea was like, no, Transylvania, monsters. I know. Lots and of it monsters. Was just the whole scene with with her dating, and then they're eating dinner at the monster cafe, and, and the food was like <laughs> corny jokes. Is the waiter, oh, and then like everyone like, around them. The service is bad. Oh, he, the mummy is our waiter. Yeah. That's why it's taking so yeah. long. It's like holy crap. It's so bad. Like scraping the barrel. Like I just. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, what is this? I just want to know, like, if I could ask him one question, who did you make this movie for? I don't understand it. I, are you telling me that this movie is supposed to be relatable to um, older people and younger people? Because I have a hard time with that. It just didn't know what it wanted to be. I love and that you're back on this again. <laughs> it has to be one thing or the other. But for God's sakes, man. You know, like, pick something. It was just a freaking mess. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I don't... I can't even imagine that this was made for him. Like, I can't imagine he would sit back and watch this and go, I knocked this out of the park. Does he have a sense of humor? I mean, he doesn't look like he ever cracked a smile. So, like, what is this goofiness? Who is this goofiness playing to? Who is this for? Because it was just out and out, like, just strangely goofy. It's weird. But I did appreciate some things about it, like I said. You know, not to, you know, just keep repeating myself, because I'm kind of known to do that. But I'm just saying, I do like a lot of, like, elements of this, like the the decor and and the costumes. And I did like Herman. I like the actor playing Herman. And she gets a pass, too, Sherry. But... I, I just don't understand what the fuck. <laughs> I love how you just not nailed all the points you've said four times already. The I, best thing. Yeah, I'm just, You're like, you know what? She gets a pass. I'll give her a pass this time. <laughs> we <laughs> get we, it. We still haven't seen it. three from hell. So, I, I mean, we, he still has we, one more we own shot. It. We, we found it at the dollar store. I picked it up because I had not seen it. And I want to give him a chance. I want to give him a chance and see if he came well, back we and did something interesting. We did like it. But I don't know. I I'm going to give him one more shot, but I really just can't. I, I don't think that he's a good filmmaker, and I I, I guess I made my point. I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> don't be quiet. So so we were talking about how would you do this? Like, if you had to make the monsters. Well, I love what you said. You would do, you think that you would be okay with, like, the black and white, redo, like, do the jokes, do the same thing. I, I think that... If he did that, I would give him credit for trying that. Yeah, I would. I would too. I would too. And I think it would be a much better um, endeavor than what he tried to do in this. You know what this reminds me of? To tell you the truth, do you remember those old like um, candy bar commercials from Hall- for Halloween? Halloween is coming, my favorite holiday. I give my friends something special. Nestle bars. They're made with real milk chocolate. And in the spirit of the season, here's what Nestle is doing for me. I get a dollar refund with every two specially marked Nestle mini bags and a dollar's worth of coupons at every specially marked Halloween pack. There are my friends now. No. You scared me. Nestle bars. Get real savings on real chocolate from Nestle. Yeah. You know, you always get those like corny, saturated color candy bar like ads where like frankenstein all of a sudden shows yes, up yes yeah that i'm really starting to think that, that this yeah, and, is like just ripping that off it even looks that t that commercial edit you know what i mean yeah it, it has that element too i don't know man i, I... not really not <laughs> i mean not even um not even interesting cameras no, i can't believe how amateurish it feels you know what it reminded me of at one point and all the nerds will get this. The uh, 
you know, Mystery Science Theater, you know, when mm -hmm. Pearl and, you know, they would all do their opening. Oh, hold on a second, Mike. Just let me check to see if I care. Uh, oh, um, no. Seems like I don't. Um, no. Brain guy, do you care? Mm. Mm. Wow. Um, let me check. See if I care. Uh, no, no, seems like I don't care. <laughs> Bobo? Come on, you're always gonna be the thimble. And they would talk to Joel and stuff. Yo, mother. Yeah, I I kind of felt like that a little bit. Like they were doing like a skit. It felt like a skit. It didn't feel like a you know continuous, um, you know, flowy film. Yeah, the whole movie feels like that. It feels like a series of skits. Of skits, which is probably how he wrote it, and it would explain how there's no actual plot and how it just flows together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's clipped together with plot points like not plot points but joke points I would so it's really joke points yeah because there's really no plot it just follows this movie basically just follows lily and herman you know herman being you know born yep and then lily and herman falling in love and you know going on their dates and courting each other and their little montage of that and then they get married and there's no well, you there's... Need, usually you need something to like jeopardize the plot uh, you need a reason you need like a i'm trying to think of the almost word like right a now. like a protagonist or sorry yeah, like an antagonist someone that's going to come in and like throw a wrench in things which we thought was the the brother who was the werewolf but it didn't really do anything you know it's like he's supposed to be the antagonist and the and the um old woman yeah i'm trying to think of the word I was that took to the castle away i thought she was going to have more of a plot but it was nothing. Nope, nothing comes of there it. There was nothing there. I it's, mean, there's... it was Grandpa's ex-wife. Yeah, like we care. I, I don't understand what was the point of telling us that. He I didn't mean... even remember because he could care less too. Yeah, there was literally when I tell you no plot to this movie. It was just kind of like a very long and drawn out introduction to Grandpa Herman and Lily. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all it was, and it could have been shortened. This movie could have been an hour and twenty minutes, and we would have gotten through. Yeah. But because it was an hour and forty nine minutes, we're like, dude, you know, I I was done forty five minutes ago. <laughs> I can't take anymore. All right. I don't know. Are you gonna say your rating? What do you rate it? Yeah. Um. Um. It's a three. <laughs> it's a three, <laughs> and that's generous. Yeah. This could have been an hour special. Yeah. Like I don't want to agree. An hour, and they could have cut this thing down. <laughs> and it, it should have been what I was saying. Maybe like one. It's like an hour episode of the show special. You know? And that's that's that. I mean, I, I really can't say anything. I the, I said the good. And I've said all the bad. So. I mean, you've heard my mouth. I, I, I'm sorry. I keep repeating myself. I just get so upset because I, I'm just like... You know, I really just want to be proven wrong. Yeah, you know, you and know I can't. I can't be proven wrong every time. I, I always say that this will be our shortest talking trash, and we always like look, look at the t the count at the end and we laugh because man, this has been going on. Or whatever. I know, but it's this me. is the it's shortest because <laughs> what's what the thing is? There's nothing to talk about. I mean, things. Yeah. There's no movie here. There's no real structure. Of a movie here There's at no all. structure at all. It's nothing. We've seen some crap, and we always state that when we're doing our podcast. We we definitely love watching trash movies. I did give us a chance because mm -hmm. I I just want to give him a chance. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. It, I, every time, it's like I'm still let down. Yeah. And what what point? Let me ask you this. What point during the movie? Like what time do you think into the movie did you say I could turn this off? Oh my god! Like I was—you you didn't say it out loud, but inside, did you? Oh, in my head, I was screaming at the twenty-minute mark. Wow! Uh, when they had gotten to the house and they had a rave, yeah, I walked into the bathroom, and then I came out, and I was like, "This is still going." Yeah. Oh, I I felt uh, like, like that. I didn't shut the door. I still had the door open. Mm -hmm. You know, I just peed, but it was just like, holy crap! At the one-hour mark, I, I was like, "I can't believe this is still happening." I, I felt like that too at yeah. the one hour mark. Now this is again almost two hours long. Yeah, and I'm just like, what are they filling this with? I should probably have gone back because right when they lost the castle, yeah, I thought, okay, here, 
this is the plot it's gonna start mm -hmm. and it no yeah like there's gonna be no, like they the, just moved i was like okay i'm checked out yeah there's gonna be more to it there's gonna be something else and no there just wasn't anything yeah and i was like how is he feeling an hour and 49 minutes yeah what are you putting in here it was just nonsense yeah. it was herman trying on clothes and shots of like what appeared to be miniatures in front of a green screen oh, yeah and ridiculous looking monsters with oversized heads. I'm forgetting about the uh, Lily's, uh, her powers and how oh, they were shown. Oh, we didn't talk about that. It, it was as bad. It was actually worse mm -hmm. than the Power Rangers when they shot electricity out of their hands or something. Yeah. You know, like the bad guys would shoot electricity. It's worse. Here's the thing. You know, they're vampires. Correct. Right? Who knows? They're in the sun. Okay. They're in the sense. sun through the whole movie. It's... Uh, but Grandpa drinks blood. I think they blood. were on the show, too. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you're right. They were. You know? Because she's always walking Herman out to give him his lunch pail in in the show yep. in the sunlight. I don't understand this logic. And no. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But it there was just so many just inconsistencies and just like... And I, I knew it was going to be a mess. I didn't know it was going to be this much of a mess. I guess I did. I don't know. Yeah, I had we, we knew. You know, we didn't speak about this either, but the trailer for this movie set the tone. It really did. The trailer is awful. Guys, if you, I know you've seen the trailer. Everyone has. If you saw that trailer and you were like, oh boy, that looks fun, then you might you have might. A, a good time with this. Because it's clips from this movie with bad editing and bad sound effects the movie actually starts with the trailer starts with the tombstones and you think oh this has got to be a joke but it literally starts like that you know yeah it, it starts like that exactly and it has a soundtrack that booms every time they have his production company yes which is embarrassing it, uh, it is it is yeah. a lot there's a lot of embarrassing things in this like this is i mean dude you're and, and we talked about uh, Rob Zombie's animation skills, and there's an animated scene where they're driving, mm -hmm. and it looks like garbage. It's it just like I, I didn't understand. It's it's so odd. And it was put in there. It, it was just misplaced. I don't get it. The whole well, that could be the whole movie, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but anyway, if you like the trailer and you found it, you know, like in your mind, you were saying "Wee, yay," then you might like this movie. But if you were, if you're like us and you are um, very skeptical of Rob Zombie and his filmmaking skills, and we saw this trailer, we were embarrassed. <laughs> we were like, no, no, man, you're not doing this. You're not going to do this property. You're not going to do this property. You fucked up Halloween. You're not going to take this one. And it's the same crap, man. He, he just fucked it up. <laughs> you done fucked it up. <laughs> I guess that's all we got. That's, I, I can't because you let you let me loose and I'll start ranting and raving again and I can't. I, I'm trying to com I'm trying to compose myself. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just I'm an angry girl right now. <laughs> I just don't. Come on, man, just stop taking these awesome properties. What are you gonna give up next? The fucking Goonies? Just stop. I can't imagine because Universal dumped this to Netflix, so right there they knew. I, I don't know. Sometimes what happens with these companies is they want to hold on to a property and they don't want to lose the rights to that property. I'm guessing maybe they wanted to hold on to the monsters and they were like, well, Rob, what do you want? And yeah. he's because I a lot. I don't think any of his movies actually get theater releases anymore. Doesn't seem so. I feel like all of his movies have been like fathom events. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you know, in theaters for one day. You know, which is like now <laughs> like happening. Now happening to Kevin Smith. You know, yeah, uh, I think that sure just happens. That Clerks Three was just jumped into Fathom Events instead of why not release it? So, I think that they're basically just using him to make some a couple bucks on or to hold on to a product, and this happens a lot. So, it, you, you that's why we've had so many weird remakes. Like recently, we, they were also dumped into the theater into Fathom. Was a Jeepers Creepers remake? Yeah, and because they want to hold on to this thing, they know that maybe it's an it's a money maker somewhere down the line, but they can't figure out how to use it yet. 
and that happens with a lot. Uh, uh, there was a couple Hellraiser remakes. Uh, there was that one that was complete shit that yeah. came out, which some people would say a lot of them are. But yeah, um, but there was a Leprechaun one with the wrestlers. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Um, and it's like so they want to hold on to these properties, Leprechaun. but they just remake them in weird ways. It's it's an odd thing, but especially with horror movies. But that's what it has to be what happened here. Yeah, but I don't get it. Why if that's what that's if that's what they're gonna do, fine. They want to keep the property. They know it's like a money maker. They want to. Well, Keep it like, alive. What do we do with it in the future? What do we do with it in the future? Okay, fine. There are other horror directors. There are other horror lovers. There are, are more... Obviously, like, nobody wanted it. Why? Who would... First of all, who would not want this? I don't think... Because, I, like I said, this is a hard one to make. What do you do with it? I would like you to really can't this. make anything interesting. This is... This is the most interesting idea that I think that you could come up with, but it's just the way he executed it was bad. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I want to read into this because I feel like, he, I, I don't know, I could be wrong, and I probably am, but I feel like he fought for this. I feel like he did. Oh, I absolutely, I agree with you. He went up to them and said, hey, you got the monsters. I really would love to make it. He has such a big ego on him that he thinks that he could probably just make it so freaking bad. I wonder. I wonder if that's true. I don't he know. He does have an ego. What what the hell makes him think that he had any right to take Halloween and turn it into that trash shit that he made? What, again, where do you get the fucking ball? Again, I think that was the company saying, well, nobody's doing anything with Halloween. We have to hold on to it. It's a moneymaker. It's made us a lot of money. I think it was Miramax. I don't know who had it when he made it, but Miramax was Disney um, owned, and I think they were holding on to it. Um, I believe that's the right company that had it. I'm pretty sure the same thing happened there. Like, hey, we want someone to do Halloween. And he did not want to make the second one, but it made money. And it was, for him, like a money maker. He was kind of forced into doing another one. And that's why the second one is so insanely crazy. He just didn't give a shit. It's another one of these movies where they were like, hey, you're going to make a lot of money. Who's passing yeah, on that see, money? That, that's what pisses me off. Taking a franchise like Halloween and not giving a shit. Like, well, I think it was with the second one. The first one, he had an idea, and they were talking him out of it. He had a whole idea. He wanted to change it to his way. Like, well, it's a reboot. Why just remake it? Like uh, what Gus Van Sant did with Psycho. Well, he just reshot it. It's like, he, he, he was like, hey, they gave me this movie. I'm just going to remake it. Just gonna literally shot for shot remake it. Yeah, it it's one way to attack to attack it. Uh, we talked about how much I love Gremlins too, where the second one is just they were like, hey, they offered us a shitload of money. We never wanted to do it because we wanted to do one and done. But hey, since they offered it to us, let's go say screw you and make the most insane movie ever made. And that's what they did. Brilliant. I love that um, because it turned out really funny. But some of these things, uh, Sam Raimi with uh, Spider-Man 3, they were like, you have to do this. He didn't want to do it. So the movie sucks because he was forced into it. Yeah, you know? I get it. Um, it it's kinda, it kind of sucks, but you get stuck in these contracts. And he, I don't know. I wonder if uh, Zombie has a deal with Universal. Oh, God. And then he was like, I have to do three pictures with them. And maybe one of them was like, hey, I always wanted to do the monsters. So I see you have that. And they're like, okay. Better be no one else is touching this shit. He, he better leave the gremlins alone. He better leave the goonies alone. <laughs> Stay away I from all the animals. I can't imagine <laughs> him having another property. Like, but that's what I we cannot, said last time. I can't imagine that being true. That's what we said last time after we saw Halloween. We're like, oh man, what is he gonna, what are they going to give him next? Because he's going to fuck it up. Yeah. I just... Uh, <laughs> I. People don't give Eli Roth any credit. He tried to do a kids movie, and uh, it actually is pretty damn good. And they don't give him any credit. Uh, house on the Clock on the Wall. Uh, the House on oh, the Clock. Oh, yeah, wall, that's right. I love that movie. And uh, it's good. I, it's shocking when you see a horror guy do. And he was just basically. I don't care if it's scary. That's how it was when I was a kid. Kids movies were scary. Yeah. Monster Squad was scary. Like this was scary. Gremlins was scary. And he just made it. And I cannot believe they allowed him to do what he did with that movie. Um, yeah, leave the Monster Squad alone. But Thank then, you. yeah, I'm I'm cool with Monster Squad returning. No, man. Um, no. But yeah, this is this is what you don't do. That's all I got. I am, you got anything else? No. Well, I said enough, and I'm sure that people are gonna hate me. This is gonna be a hard one to edit. <laughs>
<laughs> it, people are gonna hate me so bad. I'm sorry, you guys. I I just it's all right. I can't I, I can't get behind this. I can't. No, I don't. I I sorry. really can't see. I saw an IMDb. I already just glanced over before we started recording. I saw someone gave it a seven. So God, I didn't read it. Damn it! But that kind of stuff just shocks me. So let me check what it is now because sorry, I just hit my. Oh, mic. it's at a four. It's still at a four. Yeah. Oh jeez. Um, well, it's only day one, right? So. It's also on DVD. So a lot of people are watching it other ways. Four point one. So yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Sorry about my ranting and raving, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, have a good night. Or a good day, depending what? on how you're listening to this. <laughs> Fathom Events. Goober. This year, <laughs> Rob Zombie brings you Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. No! <laughs> that was great. <laughs> this is going to shock you.